Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. We're here beside the fire and there are lots of requests for stories because it's getting dark. I'm actually going to tell a ghost story. This is a ghost story that is actually nearby to where we are in the river just outside the campground. Downstream there's an enormous island. It's known as Bear Island. Nobody has ever gone to Bear Island after dark. At least not anyone who is currently alive. If you're going for a canoe on the Bow River, you probably could go right by Bear Island and think it looks pretty nice. The Bow River is a very cold mountain river that goes from the Rocky Mountains down to the plains. And where we are in the Rocky Mountains, it can move very, very fast. Bow Island is only about 20 feet wide. It's covered with trees, but it's quite long. On a canoe, it takes about two minutes to paddle by it. And as you look at Bear Island, you would think that would be a pretty good place for us to camp tonight. But you can be assured if you have a canoe guide with you, she or he would never let you to camp on Bear Island. And do you want to know the reason why? Ever since the very first settlers arrived, they were told from the local indigenous people not to go anywhere near Bear Island for they believed it was haunted by the ghost of a very angry bear. And if you were there when the ghost came out, the bear would eat you. Well, the early settlers knew everything about everything and they didn't trust the local indigenous people. And so the early settlers would love to camp on Bear Island. In fact, they would tell their friends back in town that they were going to go on a camping trip just to Bear Island. You see, they thought they were smarter than the people who had lived here for thousands of years. Now, in those days, there was no such thing as the internet or radio or telephones. And so... No one really knew what happened in a lot of places. And so people could go out and go to Bear Island and no one would even know they're missing. The first person 
who went missing's name was Tom Smythe. He was a big burly man with a beard who chewed tobacco. Everywhere he went, he was spitting. He was a thoroughly disgusting man. When he heard the story of Bear Island, the very next day he got on his horse and rode out. He didn't have a canoe. He walked across the river. As soon as he got to their side on Bear Island, he thought to himself, this is not a scary place. He walked the length of the island and saw nothing that alarmed him. He chose a nice place near the top of the island, cut down a tree, made a big fire. He shot a couple rabbits to eat with his gun, and then he went to bed. That's all we know about Tom Smythe. No one heard from him ever again. But a few weeks later, a search party found his diary, where he had written that much and signed it off. The sun is going down and I'm going to bed. This island sure ain't haunted. From that day forward, dozens of other settlers tempted fate and stayed on Bear Island. All but one was never heard from again. One husband, John Dawkins, and his wife, Mary Dawkins, went out there in 1941. As the sun set, Mary became very uneasy. She said the wind started picking up. The sky turned a strange color right above Bear Island. And she insisted they had to go home. John Dawkins hated being wrong. And he said, no, I'm staying here on the island. I'm going to prove it's not haunted. Mary took her canoe, went to the other side of the river, got on her horse and started to go back to town. A few minutes later, a huge storm blew in. It was only above Bear Island. She thought she could hear screams, but when she stopped her horse and looked back, she didn't see anything. That must be the, the wind, she said. She rode back to town and spent the next day waiting for her husband, but he didn't show up. And he didn't show up the next day. So, with her brother and the sheriff, they rode out to Bear Island. Her canoe was still there on this side of the river, but they saw nothing on the other side. When they went across the other side, they saw where Mary and her husband had camped. There was nothing there. They searched the island, but found nothing. And so only this year, with COVID going on, some locals were going a bit strange. They had heard the story and they knew what was going on. They knew it could be dangerous, but they thought they were invincible. They were convinced that they could go to Bear Island and come back to tell about it. They decided to do a few things. First of all, they would all wear cameras on their forehead. They had bought GoPro cameras and they were gonna record from 10 minutes before dusk all night long. Second of all, they brought big knives. If there was a bear that was gonna try and eat them, they had knives to defend themselves. 
Third, they brought bear spray. But most of all, there had recently been a cell phone tower put nearby to that bear island, which meant they could put a live stream up so everyone could watch what they were doing. They were going to do a YouTube stream. And they told their friends and other people in town to watch and see how tough they were. With them, they took a tent, some Smokies, some buns, a little bit of mustard, and 48 beers for three of them. That was a lot of beer. In fact, most other people wondered if they needed that much beer for one night. Most people could only drink one or maybe two beers, but they had 48 beers. Their names, Larry, Terry, and Gary. And in town, they were known as the town idiots, which was ironic because Larry, Terry, and Gary thought they were geniuses. They kept telling everyone how what they believed was wrong. No matter what the marshal, the doctor, the lawyer, the town mayor said, Larry, Terry, and Gary were certain that they were wrong. And they would loudly tell everybody how wrong everybody else was. The thing was, Larry, Terry, and Gary didn't know much. All they did was tell everyone how everyone else was wrong, but they didn't have any ideas about what the right answers were. And so when Larry, Terry, and Gary decided to go explore Bear Island, it seemed like the smartest thing they had done, which is to say, still a very stupid thing to do. Now, unlike the olden days, they didn't have to ride a horse to get to Bear Island. They drove their car on the highway. They pulled over on the side of the road and there was a trail that went down to the Bow River. When they got there, they realized their first mistake. They'd brought a lot of Smokies and they'd brought a lot of beer, but they hadn't brought any way to get across the Bow River. Larry, Terry, and Gary were good at thinking about their stomachs. Bad at thinking about how to solve problems. One of them had an idea. Well, how about we just walk across the river? The other guys looked at each other. I heard some people can do that. They all looked at each other. Well, if someone else can do it, I can do it. Larry went first. He took a step. The river wasn't too deep, but if you've ever taken a step and expected something to be there, when he put his foot on the top of the river, he thought it would hold. It didn't. His knee went down and he went face first into the water. It's cold, he yelled. He came back. His other two buddies tried the same thing. They didn't learn, even though they'd seen Larry go in and fall face first. They all assumed it would work for them. They came back fully soaking. What should we do? They had no idea. Finally, they said, I guess we'll have to swim across. Terry looked and said, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> Gary said, me neither. And Larry said, what's swimming? This could be really bad. As Gary went first, who was the best swimmer of them all, which didn't mean much because he'd ever never actually swam before. <laughs> He started walking, getting ready to swim. His arms were already moving, even though the water was only at his knees. 
Soon he was on the other side. His arms were moving as quick as you ever can see. <laughs> he looked back and yelled, guys, I swam the Bow River. And they looked at each other and said, by golly, he did. Terry went, he looked at Larry and said, you just gotta move your arms as fast as you can. He went across. If you were looking from afar, you would have seen two guys in jean shorts with big jean jackets walking across the river that's only knee deep with their arms moving like they're trying to fly. They were convinced they'd figured out how to swim. We know how to swim, they said. They were high-fiving until they realized they'd left their smokies and their beers on the other side. But now they knew how to swim. They swam all the way back, their arms moving so fast. At one point, Larry said, I think I'm floating out to the water, which was because he was starting to fly. They got back to the other side. They filled their arms with smokies and beers and they realized they wouldn't be able to swim with them. I can't move my arms when I got this much food. What are we gonna do? Then they realized. They started taking the smokies, the bags of smokies, and the six packs of beers and stuffing them down their shirt, down their pants, in their pockets, on their head. <laughs> Anywhere you looked, there was either a smoky or a beer. Then they started to swim across the Bow River. Now again, if you had been looking at this, you would have seen three guys, smokies and hot dog buns coming out of their armpits, beers on their head, their shirts bulging with more smokies and beers, swinging their arms as fast as they can, getting across the river. When they got to the river, Larry got there first, Terry got there second. They turned around to watch Gary coming. His arms were moving so fast like a windmill. But there was a problem. Larry and Terry were still in the water. Gary came up with his arms windmill. He started to go too fast. Before he knew it, he was hitting Larry and Terry in the head. Ow! Ooh! Ow! Boom! 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 What are you doing? What are you doing? They jumped onto the land. Gary got on there as well. Guys, you got in the way of my swimming. Larry and Terry had black eyes and bloody noses. Sorry about that. Let's set up camp. They found a little place and they set up camp. They were pretty happy with themselves and they found a little area that was flat by the river's edge. They built a fire and immediately started drinking beers and they started something else cooking their Smokies. They were having a great time before they noticed it getting darker. Well, I'll be, it's getting dark. We better start our live stream. They put their GoPros on their head. They realized they didn't know how to turn them on. They were pressing all the buttons, but they couldn't get them to work. They took out their phones. They could still live stream. So they went onto YouTube and they started a live stream. They were talking to all their friends, but it wasn't two-way talking. They were talking, but their friends could only write notes to them. Unfortunately, Larry, Terry, and Gary were too busy to read. They were so happy with themselves and enjoying their beers and smoky so much. They just kept on doing that. They looked in the distance, far upstream on the Bow River. They noticed a weird cloud above another island. That looks like the cloud from that bear island. I wonder if that's coming our way. They looked at the cloud, but it didn't seem to move. They sat down 
and they were very pleased. It was now fully dark. There was lightning in the distance above the other island, but Larry, Terry, and Gary didn't notice anything where they are. They could see wind blowing and hear like there was an enormous storm, but where they were, it was calm and relaxing. They ate so many Smokies and drank so much beer that they passed out. The live stream went down. The people in town wondered what had happened. The screen was black. They knew that Larry, Terry, and Gary had fallen asleep. But had the ghost of Bear Island come while they were asleep? Larry, Terry, and Gary were on the ground, not moving at all. A little chipmunk was scurrying around the campsite, feasting on little bits of Smokies and hot dog buns. It was a very inquisitive squirrel and went on top of Gary and started eating hot dog buns that had been stuck in his beard. Gary sat up. What in tarnation? He started smacking himself in the face as hard as he could. The squirrel went away, but he couldn't tell what was his beard and what was squirrel. All this commotion woke up Larry and Terry. They looked over and saw Gary punching his face. They didn't know what to do. They started punching themselves in the face, thinking it was some sort of demon possessing them. Gary stopped punching himself in the face. He looked over. His friends were punching themselves in the face. He was worried. He started to punch himself in the face. This went on for about five minutes until these three geniuses had lost two or three teeth each and their face was covered in blood and bruises. Finally, Gary had broken fingers on both his hands. He had to stop. Larry and Terry, the same thing. Uh, did you get the squirrel? Gary said. Larry and Terry looked over. Squirrel? Well, I was trying to get the squirrel off my face and then I assumed he was on your face. Oh, we thought a demon had possessed you and he was gonna possess us, so we were getting it out of us in advance. No, it was a squirrel. We better collect our teeth so we can get them put back in in town. They looked at their phones. They had no batteries, but they looked at each other. Slowly, each one smiled. It wasn't the best looking smile you've ever seen. There was blood everywhere, boogers from their nose and missing teeth. Also, their beards were still covered in a lot of smoky grease and hot dog buns, but they smiled. They had survived Bear Island. They collected the full beers, but they left a bunch of trash on the island, which is never a good thing to do. They then swam in the way they like to swim across the Bow River. They were a bit groggy and they were swimming as hard as they could. So each of them got a couple punches in the head. They got to the other side, walked back to their trucks, turned them around and went back to town. They walked into the bar thinking everyone would be impressed to see them. We survived Bear Island, they said. Everyone who was in there looked and they said, no, you didn't. What are you talking about? Didn't you see our video? That wasn't Bear Island, everyone in the bar said. Yes, it was. They start shouting. No, it wasn't. Bear Island is in the middle of the Bow River. It's a big island. You were in an island in a stream at the zoo. No, we weren't. Yeah, we were telling you. Let's go watch the video. They pulled up the live stream. Sure enough, around them on this island, were cages with animals. 
the island which they were on was very small. Didn't have nearly as many trees, but no matter what the people said, what they tried to tell them, Larry, Terry, and Gary were certain. We are the only three who have survived Bear Island. You all are just jealous. Come on, look at what we did. We're on, that's Bear Island. After a long discussion, the other people in the bar realized you just can't argue with people as stupid as Larry, Terry, and Gary. They let them pretend they had been to Bear Island, but everyone knew it was still a case that no one had spent a night on Bear Island and lived to tell about it. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.